Well, happy Easter. We are celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ uh, today, and uh, so glad you could join us uh, for this time of celebration. It's Good Friday. We looked at the cross of Jesus Christ and and his crucifixion and the sacrifice that he made uh, for your sins and for mine. And and now today, this is really the centerpiece uh, of Christianity, of our faith, and that is that he is risen. And specifically today in our time we have together, I want to talk about unlocking Easter. There's an interesting passage in the last book of the Bible, uh, in the book of Revelation, and that's where I really want to kind of jump into today. It's not necessarily the familiar passage of Easter where we look at the the narrative kind of blow by blow of what happened, uh, but it is pretty spectacular uh, what it says in Revelation chapter 1, right at the beginning. So uh, let's just uh, turn there in Revelation chapter 1, beginning in verse 17. And, and, and just a little bit of background here. This is the Apostle John. He's actually been exiled to uh, an island kind of prison work camp area in Patmos. And on a Sunday, just like today, Jesus Christ, who's resurrected from the dead, appears to John. And most scholars believe that this is almost uh, the writing of the book of Revelation is somewhere between 30 and 40 years after the crucifixion. After the crucifixion uh, of Jesus and his resurrection, he appears to John. And it's remarkable what happens. And let's look at it right now. In Revelation chapter 1, beginning in verse 17, John says, When I saw him, that's Jesus, I fell at his feet as though dead. Why would he do that? Well, in just a minute later on in the book of Revelation, he describes what Jesus looked like. And and he had a physical body, but it looked a lot different. His hair was gray, his eyes were flames of fire, and he had a sword coming out of his mouth. How many of you know you'd you'd fall dead too? Uh, You know, it pretty much passed out right there. And so that's how, it's almost a ghoulish picture of Jesus that that he appears. And it says, when I saw him, I fell uh, at his feet as though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me and said, now obviously he continued writing, so he recovered from that. That's important that we realize that. So it was as though dead. He wasn't actually dead. And then he placed his right hand on me and he said, do not be afraid. Isn't that the understatement of the century, or you know, maybe of all time? Don't be afraid. I got a sword sticking out of my mouth. My eyes are on fire. My hair is like gray wool and all. Don't be afraid. I, I love this. It's, it's like God has a sense of humor, doesn't he? This is God humor here. Don't be afraid. I'm scaring you to death, uh, but, but don't be afraid. And then Jesus says this. It's so important for us to remember uh, today. I am the first and the last. In other words, he said, I was here when this all began before creation, and I'm going to be here when it's all over as well. It wasn't just 33 years on planet Earth. Jesus says, I was the first. I was here before anything, anyone else, and I'll be the last as well. And then he goes on, he says, I am the living one. I'm alive. That's what we're celebrating today. And I love this passage again. It's not the normal Easter passage, but man, it is full of a resurrection power. I am the living one. I was dead. Now, this is pretty interesting, isn't it? All other religions, their leaders who who led the religion, if you want to put it that way, they are dead. Christianity alone is the only religion that can say our leader was dead. He's not dead anymore. Everyone else is dead, not our leader. He was dead. I was dead, and now look, 
I am alive forever and ever. That's what makes Christianity unique. Jesus is alive. And I hold the keys of death and Hades. Now, isn't that something? He says, I hold the keys to death and Hades. Hades is another word for hell. He says, I hold the keys. I paid the price. I'm in charge. I hold the keys. And so that's why I want to talk about unlocking Easter. Unlocking Easter today. Because Jesus makes this statement right at the beginning of the book of Revelation where, where he reveals to John how the end is going to happen of humanity in the world. And he basically, in a nutshell, says, I'm in control of everything. You may face tough times, but I'm in control of everything. That's the summary statement of the book of Revelation. But he says, I hold the keys. What, what are keys for? Keys are for unlocking things. Unlocking things that have been locked. Things that have been uh, secured. Things that have been bolted shut. Unlocking them. Jesus says, I hold the keys. He holds the key, if I could put it this way, to everything in your life and my life that we may say right now and today, it's just going through hell. Jesus says, I hold the keys. And I want to unlock Easter. I want to unlock the power of the resurrection in your life. Only I, Jesus says in essence, can take your hell and your death and unlock them so you don't have to just talk about the resurrection. You can walk the resurrection in your life. Unlocking Easter. There's so much here. The best way, I believe, to celebrate Easter this year is not just to look back on the resurrection of Jesus, as important as that is and as we are actually doing today, but the best way that you and I could possibly celebrate the resurrection is to experience our own resurrection today because Jesus Christ holds the keys. And he wants to unlock Easter in your life. And he wants to unlock Easter in my life. The power of the resurrection to be released in our lives as followers of Jesus Christ. So here's a question today. What in your life is dead or dying? What in your life today is dead or dying? Because Jesus made it very, very clear. He said, I was dead, and now look, I am alive forevermore, and I hold the keys to death and to Hades and to hell. What's your current issue right now that you're in the middle of that's already, maybe it's already dead, or you can just feel it slipping away, it's dying in the process. Maybe, maybe financially things are dying. Maybe, maybe a relationship, and you feel like it's just dying. It's just slipping away. Maybe you have dreams that you know are dying. Maybe your emotions just feel empty inside. What in your life is dead or dying? It's so important that we answer this question. Because it's only when we recognize what's dying that then we can receive 
resurrection power in our lives. It's not by avoiding, it's not by pretending it's not there, but it's only when we recognize in order for there to be resurrection, there first has to be death. There must be death in order for resurrection, or it's just resuscitation. And Jesus was not resuscitated. He was dead. He makes that clear in Revelation 1, 17 and 18. I was the one who was dead, but now I'm alive. And so what in your life is dead or dying today? Maybe it's emotional death. Maybe you're just wondering, like, I just feel numb. I'm just going through life and I feel numb. I, 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 don't, I don't have compassion. I, I, I don't have uh, uh, even anger. I, I don't feel any emotion whatsoever. I just kind of like comfortably just dull emotionally. Jesus wants to bring resurrection to your emotions in a healthy way and unlock Easter the power of the resurrection in your life. What about relational death? What about relational death? Oh, maybe it's your marriage. M maybe it's just slipping away. Maybe it's just that cold, comfy, kind of negotiated peace between husband and wife where he has his things and she has her things. And we're just kind of like roommates. Jesus wants to unlock Easter in your life. He wants to unlock the power of the resurrection if your marriage is dying, to breathe life into that. Maybe it's spiritual death. M maybe you're experiencing spiritual death. A and by that I mean you feel like God is so far away and maybe this Easter Sunday, this was the, this was the last ditch effort. Well, I'll give it one more shot but I feel so ugly inside. I feel so ashamed. I feel so wrong inside. I feel so separated from God. Maybe you're here today and you feel separated from God and those closest to you don't even know that you feel that way on the inside. You're just going through religious motions and there's no vibrant life relationship between you and Jesus Christ on a daily basis. So again, I ask a question. What in your life is dead or dying? Jesus wants to unlock resurrection power. Unlock Easter in your life. See, in Romans chapter 8, verse 11, I love how it puts it here. It, it says, and if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you. That's what happens when I receive Christ as my Savior. That's what happens when any of us do. When we recognize that Jesus Christ took my sin and the punishment that I deserved on the cross. He paid in full. That's what it literally meant when he said, it is finished. It's an accounting term which means paid in full. No longer is that debt owed to God. Paid in full. When, when, and, and then rose again on that first resurrection Sunday that we celebrate today. That when we recognize that and we repent and turn from our sins, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit fills us and we're born again. This verse is talking about that, that same idea. Look at it. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life 
to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. That S, see it's capital, it means the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit lives inside of you as a follower of Christ, because the Holy Spirit lives inside of me as a follower of Jesus Christ, he will bring resurrection life into every and any area of our lives that's dead when we invite him to. I, I, I love not only here, this is the New International Version in Romans chapter 8, verse 11, but, but look at how the translation of the Bible is called the message. It's a very earthy translation, contemporary language. Look at how the message puts it. It stands to reason, and by the way, the message takes like one verse and makes it like three paragraphs. Uh, so here it is. It stands to reason, doesn't it, that if the alive and present God who raised Jesus from the dead moves into your life, he'll do the same thing in you that he did in Jesus, bringing you alive to himself. And it goes on, it says, when God lives and breathes in you, and he does, as surely as he did in Jesus, you are delivered from that, there it is, dead life. You're delivered from that dead life. With his spirit living in you, your body will be as alive as Christ's. Now, that doesn't mean we're going to have a sword coming out of our mouth and our eyes on fire. That's not what it's saying there. But, but it means that resurrection life, that we'll experience that same exact thing. And again, that's why I say the best way that you and I can celebrate Easter, the best way that we can celebrate is to have our own resurrection, our very own resurrection. In John 14, verse 19, I, I love how it, the gospel puts it this way. It says, before long, the world will not see me anymore. Jesus is talking to his disciples, and, and he's saying, I'm going away. I'm not going to be able to be here forever. He says, before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Why? Because I live, you also will live. You know, for many of us, we, we live our whole lives in fear of dying. But because of Jesus Christ, we don't have to fear death anymore. Even when we face it in some area of our life. Because he is the one who can resurrect us. And he is the one that will resurrect us physically in the end as well. That's his promise. He's in the resurrection business. It's who he is. It's what he's all about. And, and so in the rest of our, our time here today is we're, we're just all geeked up and excited about what Jesus did, his resurrection. I, I just want to share quickly with you four ways that God works to resurrect from the dead. Four ways that God works to resurrect from the dead. Four ways that he wants to work in your life if we will just let him. If we'll just say, okay, Lord, go right ahead, I give up. Four ways that God works to resurrect from the dead. Here's the first thing that God does. He searches for you. Did you know God's searching for you today? Again, maybe you're here today and you feel far off, far away, distant from God. He's looking for you. He's searching for you. In fact, some of us, I'll put it this way, he's messing in your life. And you're wondering what's going on. 
He's messing with the stuff in your life because he's saying, come on back to me. Because I love you and I care for you and I want to resurrect things in your life that have been dead. I'm trying to get your attention. He searches for us. It's one of the main ways that he works resurrection power. Later on, and we were reading just a minute ago in Revelation chapter 1 as we started, but just jumping ahead a little bit, Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. I, I love what Jesus says here. This is red letter stuff. If you have one of these versions of the Bible, have Jesus' words in red. This is, this is all red letter stuff, the first three chapters there, uh, thereabouts in, in Revelation. Look at what Jesus says in Revelation 3.20. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and I will eat with that person and they with me. Do you hear him knocking? He's searching for you. You're not here by accident. Maybe a friend invited you, maybe a family member just said, hey, listen, come on with me. And you're like, well, you know what? Uh, we're going to go shopping at the food court afterwards, so I'll, I'll just go to church with them and move there, there, you know. You're not here by accident. He's knocking. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice, he's speaking to you and opens the door. I'll come in and eat with that person and they with me. Jesus is searching for you. He's looking for you. You know, it kind of reminds me of the old days. Uh, one of the big things in churches were uh, uh, visitation, where, where, where the pastor would regularly uh, go and visit with each member in the church. It's a little difficult to do, 1,000 plus people uh, here at Valley, but, uh, you know, it's also a good way to get shot nowadays. Uh, just, uh, you know, just knocking on people's doors. Hey, can I come in? I want to spend a little time. That, that, that's, a good, that's a good way to get a 12-gauge in your face. But, uh, in the, in the old days, that's the way it used to be. You know, the country preacher, he, he'd go around, and I heard the story of the country preacher. He, he, he went to an a elderly woman's home, uh, and he, he knocked on the door, and no answer. He's like, well, surely she's here. I don't know where she could be. And, and he knocked on the door again, no answer. And, and so he took one of his, his business cards out of his pocket, and he wrote this verse on the back. He wrote this ver book, uh, verse on the back. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. And he just signed it. You know, Pastor Jones, whatever. Just left it in the door. It's real funny. Uh, that week in the offering, there was a little note. It was that card, that business card was flipped over that that widow had received, that older, elderly woman. And she put this verse on, on, on the front of the card, Genesis 3.10. Genesis 3.10 says, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess he got an answer to his Bible verse. She's like, I see your Bible verse, I raise you one, you know. But Jesus is knocking, that's the point. Jesus is knocking. And he says, if you'll just open the door and invite me into your life, you'll discover resurrection power. 
He'll discover it. Here's the second thing that, that the second way that God works to resurrect from the dead, he rescues us. He, he not only is in the searching business, he's in the rescue business. God wants to rescue you. God wants to rescue you. Some people, sometimes we have this wrong idea. We think that, uh, that we've at, we have to get our act together before we get to God. We've we got to get our stuff together before we can come to God. But the truth is, you've got to get to God in order to get your act together. That's the truth. We can't get our act together apart from him. We all need rescuing. We can't change ourselves. We need the power of of the resurrection, to resurrect what's dead in our lives. And, and here's the thing about rescue. Listen, no one will ever rescue anything that's not of value to them. Let me just say that again. No one will rescue someone who's not of value. What does that mean? To you, you have incredible, inestimable value in the eyes of God. Every single one of us. That's why he wants to rescue us. He wants to rescue you. He wants to rescue me. Why? Because he values us. Well, I'm not so sure. Listen, he proved it. Look at the cross of Jesus Christ. That's how valuable you are to him. Look at what Jesus went through. That's how much he loves you. That's how much he loves me. He's searching. He also rescues Here's the third thing that, that God does to resurrect from the dead. He restores. He's all about restoration. He restores things that are broken, old, doesn't seem like they can be fixed. God's all about restoration. See, see that's why when it comes to the church, a church family like Valley Christian Church no, no perfect people are allowed here we're, we're all being restored every one of us I'm not perfect you're not perfect the person sitting next to you is not perfect God is working in every one of our lives to restore us here's the fourth thing that God does first of all he searches for us and then he rescues us. And then he restores us. And here's the fourth thing. He redeems us. He redeems us. Begs to ask the question, doesn't it? Can something that was broken be fixed and turned into something useful again? And the answer is yes. That's what God's all about. Lives that were broken. Lives, relationships, emotions that were shattered. God can put them back together again and redeem them with even greater value because now you've got a story to tell. God is all into the resurrection business. It's what he does Jesus was the first and we have hope that's why I said you know, we shouldn't fear death any longer 
what we need to do is trust Jesus. The fear of death means I don't, I, I don't believe Jesus really is who he said it was. We don't have to fear that any longer because of the power of the resurrection. He said, I hold the keys to death and Hades, even the hell that you and I may be facing. I want to unlock the power of the resurrection in your life. So this is what I'm praying. This is what I'm praying on this resurrection Sunday, on this Easter Sunday for you and for me. The words of scripture really in Ephesians chapter one, beginning in verse 19, this is my prayer. I pray on this Resurrection Sunday that you will begin to understand how incredibly great His power is to help those who believe in Him. Do you believe in Him? I I, I pray that, that if you believe in Him, maybe you don't until today, that you'd put your faith in Him, that you begin to believe in Jesus Christ, the resurrected Lord and Savior. I pray that you'd begin to understand how incredibly great His power is to help those who believe in Him. It is the same mighty power to help you and to help me that raised Christ from the dead. What a great promise. Jesus said, I have the keys. And I want to unlock the power of the resurrection. I pray that you would begin to understand how incredibly great his power is to help those who believe in him. It is the same mighty power. Not kind of, sort of, in a way, similar to. It's the same. It's the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead. That's what's available in my life. That's what's available in your life when we simply invite Jesus Christ in to those dead areas of our lives as our Lord and our Savior. And and you know, really, I just want to say this today. This message, in a way, unlocking Easter is kind of of like the springboard to where we're headed over the next few weeks here at Valley Christian Church. As we start this brand new series, we're going to go a lot deeper on these themes, these four things that God searches for us, that God rescues us, that God restores us, and he wants to redeem us as well. We're going to go a lot deeper over the next few weeks in this series that that we're kicking off next weekend called Four Cups. And, And we're going to discover that God wants to rescue you and I from bondage. God wants to deliver us from whatever it is that holds us back. God wants you and I to discover his original purpose for our lives. And God wants you and I to be a part of a family that is making a difference in the world today. And that's where this is somewhat, I guess, kind of like an introductory message, a preview, if you will, of where we're going to be headed April 12th through May the 10th, or really beginning on... April the 9th with our new Thursday night service, our first weekend service, as we kick off this next new series called Four Cups. But for today, I invite you back next weekend as we kick off this series. But for today, on this Resurrection Sunday, as we're talking about unlocking Easter, let me just ask the question again, what in your life is dead or dying? Do you hear Jesus knocking? 
it's time to invite him in because the same power that raised Christ from the dead, God wants to use that same power to help resurrect whatever's dead in your life and in my life this morning. Would you bow your heads with me right now? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the promise. We thank you for the words of our Savior that bring us so much comfort on this Resurrection Sunday that we do not have to be afraid. When Jesus said, I am the first and I am the last, I am the living one. I was dead and now I am alive forever and ever and I hold the keys to death and to Hades. Father, I pray that many today, Lord, that our, our faith would be strengthened to trust Jesus and his resurrection power in any and every area of our life that may be dying today. Father, I pray that today many would trust Jesus for the first time, that we would recognize that he is on a search and rescue mission, that he's knocking on the hearts, on the door of our hearts. And we just need to open the door and invite him into our lives and begin to experience his resurrection power. Understanding the greatest way we can celebrate the resurrection today is to invite Jesus into our life and allow that same power to resurrect what's dying there. Thank you, Father, that you love us so much that you search for us you rescue us, you restore us, and you redeem us. In Jesus' name, amen.